Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? We welcome you into the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Coe here with you, joined alongside by the franchise, Matt Franciscovich in the building, holding a beautiful Nerf ball on a Thursday. Yeah, what up? <laughs> I'm excited. It reminds me of my youth. It does. I, I love those this things, man. Nice, it's got a nice grip on it. Absolutely. Here, you throw man. perfect spirals every oh, single tight, time. Tight spirals. Love in it. In tight windows per next-gen stats. Oh, per next-gen stats. Some front yard football. <laughs> oh, franchise is fired up. Some nerf-gen stats. <laughs> nerf-gen stats. Nerf-gen Let's go. Matt Harmon in the building. What's up? Ah, it's good to be here. Yeah? I wonder if there is a tracking chip in that ball. Uh, we may never know. Well, mm-hmm. never know. It might appear on the dashboard. You know. You know. <laughs> Let me check. I'm going to look at those. Yeah, look at look at those numbers. Refresh the page. Please look at those numbers. Uh, we have the WizKid from Wisconsin, Alex Gilhar, in the building as well. What's going on? I'm just trying to. Not, it's not He's a, on Tinder. Not, not putting He's out, on Tinder? Not putting out a Boom. flyer. Yeah, I was going to say, Listen, somebody better rip on him for I'm being trying on to, phone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to help Lance Zerline with his draft profiles. It just oh. went live that oh, we have a, a big impact on that generate a lot of traffic. Apology so why don't you accepted. shut up? A- apology accepted, one. <laughs> roasted. And two. He roasted. Uh, you just tried to make yourself sound super important. <coughs> yeah. Uh, in a right. note. So. Cool. Okay. All right. Didn't really redeem yourself to the right. listening audience. Hey, we got producer Erica in the hey building. Hey, guys. The loose cannon. Hey, Yo, hey. how you doing? Good. How are you guys? We're doing great. Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's gonna. <laughs> oh God. Do you have a Do you have an official statement you want to read off, or, uh, or just any any? Just wing it. We you just need get off your, get off LFG, your baby. What's that mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we don't this, need her to. Uh, this is, this is a family family, family show for the Let's family organization. Let's and go. Okay. okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> you're 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 gonna be on mute. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> she controls everything back there. How are you gonna put her on mute? That's a good point. What was that? That's, that's a good point. What was that? Uh, oh, she. What? No, wait, wait not, not me. I didn't get muted. Wait, I can't. Oh, she, I can't. Wait, me too. No, I was no, the one no. defending you. No, you, you two are fine. She's definitely yeah. muted, this James, at home. All, All right, so I'll be hosting the podcast for today. <laughs> what? What? Wow, that's gonna be very disorienting right, to I'm, listeners. But I'm back. We're good. Oh, that was fun. She, she has too little. much power behind the glass. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm on Erica's side. Go back. Oh, that's right. man. <clears throat> All right. We're going to be uh, talking to producer Chris as well. He's in Mobile uh, covering the Senior Bowl. Going to talk to him about um, some offensive players that may have stood out to him. Uh, get a live report from Alabama. Senior Bowl. 
here we go. Chris Harry on the ground. So we're going to be calling him. Uh, hopefully he answers our phone call. We'll see. He's our boots on the ground. I'm excited to hear if he has any hot <laughs> gossip, too. That's true. I mean, any you know, that's where, like, a lot of league sources are, coaches. You <coughs> right. See, you, see see him, like, you see him out at bars and stuff. I'm just curious if, like, he's seen anything interesting on that front. Senior Bowl Twitter has been quite an experience the last couple of days. Oh, yeah. Senior Absolutely. Senior lit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's how, you know, we're getting real close to the offseason. Yeah, I know, man. We, I, need, I, I need to get in on draft stuff, too. I've – done nothing I gotta, I gotta be honest with you man i was i spent about i spent about an uh hour and a half yesterday just looking at random numbers the, the number of course the numbers <laughs> gotta look at them numbers man I mean, uh, football's a professional <laughs> i don't know about that i think i'm just bored with no life but uh but yeah i was watching random wide receiver tape that we're gonna be oh uh, grinding film a little bit it was a little weird i was kind of like i was kind of getting into it yeah that was weird. Um, anyways, uh, we shall be talking about Senior Bowl today. Uh, we'll, of course, close out with Dale Adas. We'll start your show, as we always do, with your top fantasy headlines. Breaking news. 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 I like turtles. We really need to get some drops. Yeah. <sighs> Come on. We'll figure it out. That. We're never going to do it. We're never going to do it. I don't know. I, I don't I, I'm not motivated to, to make one. That's the problem here. You don't, don't want know. shadow. You don't want to put in the effort and then have shadow. Yeah, you know what I mean? What am I going to do? again. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyways, here we go. Uh, let's go to Miami. Jarvis Landry could be a Raven next year. Could he? I don't know. We'll find out. The Baltimore Suns, Jeff, I never know how to say his name. Uh, Zrebeck? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Jeff Zrebeck. Follow him on Twitter. It's uh, Z-R-E-B-I-E-C. Uh, he says the Ravens spoke to the Dolphins last offseason about a potential trade uh, and could make a bid for the services of Jarvis Landry in free agency. The estimated price tag for the unrestricted free agent north of $13 million per year. There's almost no chance the Dolphins franchise Landry, uh, at least to most reports. And Dolphins beat guy Armando Salguero speculates the team would like to bring Jarvis Landry back, but at around 11 or $12 million per year, given the fact that it is a very shallow uh, free agent class at the wide receiver position. I think it's fair to speculate that uh, Landry could see north of $13 million. But, uh, gentlemen, your thoughts there? He's not coming back. I've thought all along he's not going to come back to Miami. Uh, I, don't, I know they're not going to franchise him. That's obvious. They've, they've always seemed to have like kind of a, a testy relationship. And he, I don't know, Landry is a temperamental guy. You see it with the way he plays on the field. Right. I think he's gonna pr- he's definitely gonna price himself out of what Miami wants to pay him. I do not don't expect to be back. And the Ravens make sense as a fit. Uh, he could kind of play a similar role to what Steve Smith played in the, his latter years there. What Anquan Bolden played for that team. Uh, I'm actually kind. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see like what happens when uh, Landry doesn't play for the Dolphins because they've kind of always pigeonholed him into this role where he's right around the line of scrimmage. And I think he's mostly a short route runner, but I don't know, averaging like eight yards a catch would, that's, that's not going to really do it for me. So I'd like to see him go somewhere that's going to let him go a little bit more downfield because he's a good contested catch player. So I don't know. He's one of the more interesting players to watch in, in free agency, but yeah, hundred percent don't expect him back with the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't expect it either. They got Devontae Parker and Kenny Stills under contract there and, I yeah. guess, but he's like been the. I mean, he's led the team in targets at like pretty much ever since he's been there. It's a yeah. big, it's a big piece of their passing yeah. game, huge piece. He set a new Dolphins franchise record for most receptions in a season, 112 last year, breaking his own record set in 2015 <laughs> with 110. Right. He's had over 160 targets two of the last three seasons, career high nine touchdowns with Jay Cutler last year. 
but didn't break a thousand yards. So. Right. I, I mean, the bottom line is you you don't, uh, as Matt Harmon has noted many times, you don't want to run your offense through a slot guy. Yeah. But that being said, I mean, he's such a reliable target. Yeah. Um. You know, great. You know, in terms of separation and, and route running and, and great hands as well. So. It, I mean, again, if he, if Miami loses him, that's a big piece. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, keeps them in positive down and distant situations. If Adam Gase is a guy that wants to run that ball, Jarvis Landry fits that mold too. So I, 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 you're right. I mean, if he leaves Miami, go somewhere else. That's a big uh, chunk of that offense that's going to be missing. Baltimore confuses me a little bit because they, had, yeah. they used Jeremy Macklin so much in that Steve Smith role last year too, played him a lot in the slot. I was looking at NGS. They had him lining up there 51% of the time. And he was but terrible, though. He wasn't great, yeah, but, I mean, what are they going to do with him? Just put him put Oh, they're going to cut him on the outside? Oh, they're going to cut him. He's got a decently sized cat pit looking at his contract, though. Yeah, what, what's it like if they cut him? 7.5 million is his cat pit, 2.5 in dead cap. I guess that's not so, terrible. Yeah, 2.5, yeah. yeah, he's gone. He's going to get cut. Yeah, he, no can't, he can't stay healthy either. He stinks and he can't stay healthy. Well, he's definitely getting up there in age. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. I think the Chiefs were right about it. That was like a confusing release when sure. they cut him, but mm-hmm. I think they were right about yeah. him. Um, okay, uh, again, uh, just kind of throwing a, a number out there. When when we say a franchise tag for a wide receiver, uh, probably be around the $16 million mark. That's the estimated franchise uh, tag price for a wide receiver, so $16 million. So, again, would Miami franchise and pay this guy $16 million next year? I, not going to happen. What about other fits? Any other teams off the top of your head that you think that you'd like to see a player like Jarvis Landry go to? It's a very good question. Um, let me think about that real quickly as I just stall and <coughs> some dead air. Well, I mean, San Francisco is always going to be a landing spot because they're so far under the cap. Um, and I, they need they, – they, yeah, they definitely need wide receiver help. I thought Trent Taylor really came along um, in the back half, especially when Jimmy G uh, was under center. So maybe they feel like they don't really want to invest that kind of capital. Uh, in a in a player that you know plays a similar position to Trent Taylor, and they got usable production out of Trent Taylor as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, you know, again, Gar- Garcon coming back too. Yeah, salary cap wise, I think it makes sense. Um, from a you know schematic fit, I don't know. Indy could use another number two since Dante Moncrief hasn't panned out, and Kamar yeah. Aiken is kind of a non-factor there outside of T. Y. Hilton. And for yeah, sure, if I, I think that's a great fit, only and especially because T. Y. is the guy that's going to take the top off the defense. Dante Moncrief would be a guy that's great around the red zone, as we've seen, and they don't really have somebody who's reliable underneath. I think Moncrief's a free agent, to be honest. Yeah, though. yeah, well, he's, you're right. He's a free agent. No, you're right. I would expect him to test the market yeah. for sure. What about? I think Oakland is probably going to get rid of Crabtree. Oh, that was sure. that was a rumor, yeah. Yeah, that's no that's that's almost guaranteed just given yeah. his price tag. So, uh, he will almost certainly be gone. Could see could see that as a fit potentially. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, look, there's there's no shortage of places I think that a guy like Jarvis Landry who's we're talking about 100 receptions, 1000 yards. I mean, you know, developing player as well. So, I don't know. I I like the point that you brought up, which is I wonder what happens if he goes into a new team, new space, and says, and as he's testing free agency, maybe he wants to market himself more as like a down-the-field guy. Yeah, I I think he should stay as mostly a slot receiver and primarily a possession guy, but just use him on more routes than just slants and drags. Like, have have him do... You know, maybe some more vertical and screens. Don't yeah, forget and, and those cute <laughs> screens, which with a player that's like you know he's he's good at breaking tackles, but he's never been great in space or whatever. So I, I don't know. There's he's definitely going to be someone that'll. But I always am like you know, kind of iffy about receivers changing teams. That's something I'd like to explore more uh, as we get closer to the free agency period. But you know, I I also think too like 
as much as Jarvis, some of like those receptions that Jarvis Landry has racked up in Miami, they've been kind of empty receptions. Yeah, they're because there's just again they're like five yards down the field. If that, uh, if not real, do, not really <laughs> doing much. I yeah. do, I do think like what what comes what comes from their passing game, like because it is a big piece to lose a big chunk of. Uh, chunk of items but like what ha- like what happens is Devontae Parker take this, the next step this this is finally the year for Devontae no, Parker see I, I don't know <laughs> of all the years that are supposed <laughs> to spend this the year this yeah. is actually the year I think they could receiver could be a big need for them then also I would be looking for sleepers like like a you know like a Leonte Carew Jakeem Grant I was gonna say that Jakeem Grant later. flashed a little bit I still liked Leonte Carew coming out of college so I think it's he could maybe nothing, he has he has done nothing but he could probably slide, slide into that a similar role that Landry used to play sure he, uh, he did attack more downfield in college but yeah we talk about uh it being a, a pretty weak wide receiver class and this is why the other two big names out there um, that are unrestricted free agents, Allen Robinson and Sammy Watkins. Allen Robinson al- almost assuredly will get franchise tag because, um, again, the the Jaguars so far under the cap. You know they don't really need to spend anywhere, so why not just what, tag how far Allen are Robinson? they under the cap? Um, I know you noted that, but like their defensive guys are getting paid. I mean, Bouye's getting paid. That's true. Calais Campbell's. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about Jalen you know what it is. <clears throat> Anytime you get a team that has a quarterback under a rookie deal, right. they're they're almost assuredly under. Per, the but they're not going to per spot track right now. They yeah. are about twenty five mil under the cap. That's the nineteenth most in the league. But they're not going to be that team next year. You know, Bortles is is a player that I think they picked up the fifth year option. Yeah, they're going to pay him that money next year. That's a pretty decent chunk of change. Then are they going to re-sign Bortles if they don't? If they do decide, hey, we're gonna we're gonna let Bortles walk. I feel come, like I feel Bortles. I feel like it's going to be like this year, where it's just going to be a wait and see approach for Bortles. Don't they've, you think? They've got some maneuvers they can make. Chris Ivory's probably sitting there with a oh, yeah, gajillion dollars on the cap <laughs> from his contract a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. Lurbs on Rotor World posted uh, yesterday also said they're probably going to release Marquise Lee and Alan Hearns. Yeah, well, they have an out. Is, they have an out for Ivory too. Lee is a free agent, so he can walk. Do they have an out uh, for Alan Hearn, Hearns? Hearns they, remember they, they signed him to a big him deal. A I think they can forty some million dollars. Hearns, but because they picked up the fifth-year option on Blake. He makes nineteen million this year. Yeah, but that's still extremely affordable for a quarterback. You know what I mean? But not, but for a Blake Bortles level. No, no, no. I no, mean, that's not. what I'm saying. Like no. they're either paying Blake nineteen million. That's a big jump up from three million they were paying him this year. Yeah. And then if they decide they don't want it, that they want to cut Blake, renegotiate yeah. him to like maybe a nine million or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then like, do where they, does that? Do where they, does that cap do they go? then go and pursue another quarterback? Hmm. I and don't then, know. And then it, well, I see what you're saying. So it's a domino effect. If they restructure his contract and then they still pursue another free agent uh, quarterback who might be uh, either a uh, a high-priced backup mm-hmm. or, or maybe just a straight starter, Yeah, right. Um, they, then there's no cap at all. Yeah, do they go for a Kirk Cousins I see what you're saying. player? So I, I don't know. The Jackson, Some dominoes could fall. Right. So I don't know that it's a total guarantee that they – I think they probably end up franchising Robinson, but do they then sign him to a long-term deal? I don't know. Just, Jacksonville's in a tough spot right now because the defense is paid, and yeah. other guys like Yannick and Gakwe got to get paid eventually. Right. Uh, there are several like several other Yannick. players. Yannick and Gakwe. Uh, like, there are several other players that are going to be paid. I mean, they're getting they're paying Marcel Darius, I think, double digits. And mm. so it, it, Jacksonville's in a tough spot right now in terms of team building because they got to pay their defense. Yeah. they got to improve their offense, but they can't then sink more money into their offense. To to your point as well, we're talking about a player coming off of an ACL tear. Um, you know, I think normally you would not franchise tag this guy. 
I think you'd probably try to negotiate with him and just say, hey, listen, let's bring you back at a reasonable rate. Yeah. You're coming off of a serious injury. You know what I mean? Your market right now is probably not that great. Yeah. So I, you, you you might be right. You might be right. Um, I was kind of just going off the no, regular old normal super conservative NFL front office, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't generally make big splashy moves if you look a, around the NFL. You know what I mean? It's very rare to see teams make, you know uh, – Domino moves like what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, and the Bortles domino is a big domino to fall because, yeah. like I said, they're either going to jump his money up from three from three million in base salary to nineteen million <laughs> next year. It's or like a seven thousand percent increase, right? Or not something <laughs> that you earned. You right. know, I mean, exactly. Uh, th- that's the biggest domino. Is to your fall. math correct on that? No, that was an e- <laughs> that was a rough estimate. A rough estimate. I think you got it. Ah, yeah. ballpark, I think ballpark. You got it. Yeah. But seven thousand yeah, so percent. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a big jump. <laughs> it's also yeah, it's also it worth is. noting that. And again, I I still would expect Jacksonville to bring back Robinson. Yeah. Uh, on a franchise tag or whatever, uh, because he's their best receiver. But it's also fair to note that. They got some good production out of other guys this year. Keelan Cole, Cole's a rookie, Dede right? Westbrook flashed towards the end of oh, the yeah, year. Oh, yeah, Didi. I mean, Keelan Cole led the team in receiving yards. I and mean, he looked good. And yeah. he looked good. He, and he, he looked was, good. He was legit good. He's yes. someone I really like. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, so, you know, obviously they're going to they're gonna bounce Lee. They're going to bounce Hearns. They're going to bounce Chris Ivory. So they got some room to work with, but yeah. still, it's worth it. It's worth a discussion. All right, there you go. Uh, again, Allen Robinson, Sammy Watkins, and Jarvis Landry are your top three names. I, I, I think I think Paul Richard. there are a couple more interesting in there. Paul Richardson, mm-hmm. finally healthy, flashed like some huge big play potential this year, and he's a free agent. Uh, yeah, Mar- but I mean, Mar- if Mar- we're talking Lee about – was showing up a little bit. Yeah. And, I mean, Harmon will still probably defend him till his grave. John Brown. Free agent. I mean, there's there are several like the top. You you're right, Co. That the top end of the free agent market, like it's that's probably it. That's but there it. are several intriguing like reclamation projects. Whether yeah. you want to talk about John Brown, Dante Moncrief, some of these guys that even Terrell Pryor to a degree, but yeah, that's true. I mean, Pryor, you know, he was he was. He, I think he could take another like six million dollar deal, maybe bet on himself, go sure. somewhere else. I don't know. You guys, Bert is a Bert? free agent. Bert Albert Wilson. Bert alert. <laughs> I would. I think it would be. And Janice Packers, what are you doing? Lock him up. That's Lock true. him forgot, up. Forgot about Janice. Easy to forget. Can't let special teams King Jeff Janice walk out the oh door. Oh my God. Anyways, look, getting back. Bert, though, I bet. I bet he goes. We're off the rails. He could follow. We are way off uh, the rails. Matt Nagy to. Is it Nagy? Is it Nagy? I, I thought Nagy. It was Nagy. I thought it was Nagy. I thought it was with. It's a weekly debate. Who knows? Okay. Uh, he could go to Chicago. Yeah, we need to get him. in deep on Bert here, James. Okay. Uh, off I, the rails. I, I don't believe we do. I I, I don't believe so. The question is, will the Rams franchise right. Sammy Watkins. Right. Okay. ESPN reporter Alden uh, Gonzalez says it makes sense, but only if the Rams aren't forced to franchise tag safety LaMarcus Joyner, who was one of the team's best defensive players. A lot of folks say he's the second best defensive player on the Rams outside of, of course, uh, Don, Aaron Donald. Rams are, Donald good, Aaron. Rams are in a good Aaron spot Donald. cap-wise right now, too. They are. Um, they, I mean, did they, they locked Donald up, right? No, no, they still, still have to that. do that. Okay, yeah, still he came back. I forgot if that happened during the yep, year or not. They're still working on that. But uh, they can get out of Tavon Austin's contract this year, Ooh. and they're still right now sitting like forty-five million under the cap. They're yeah. going to be okay because they got golf on that rookie deal for a indeed, couple more years. Indeed, indeed. So there you go. Uh, but again, do they want to spend sixteen million on a guy in Sammy Watkins who had less than six hundred yards receiving last year? I mean, it's yeah, that's a big price tag. Well, we you know talked I mean? about how he came over li- like you know two weeks into the preseason True. and 
wasn't integrated in that offense and yeah. another year under Sean McVay and all that stuff. So I think the potential is there for it's him. It's also to their only lid be a big too. Right. Yeah. Robert and, Woods and Cooper Cup are not and, taking uh, people down over less, the top that often. Less Sneed, the Rams GM was quoted on a sporting news article say this morning yeah. saying a goal of ours is to keep that wide receiver group together because a lot of our weapons are twenty five and under. Mm-hmm. Um so it sounds like they definitely want to crazy they want to keep walking. Like how sure. young this team is. Yeah. And how good they are. Yeah, it's you know awesome. what else is it's crazy so is awesome. Cooper Cup and Sammy Watkins are like the same age. That is crazy, yeah. Are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he was hashtag old for a rookie, Cup uh-huh. was. And Cup Watkins was old was really for a young. rookie, and Watkins <laughs> was young for a rookie. <laughs> That's terrific, man. That's crazy stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'll be interested to see what the, the Rams do here. They could do a few different things uh, with Sammy Watkins, but, yeah. I'll, I hope they keep him. Yeah. yeah. Me, I, too. I, me too. I would be shocked. If they don't, because I think Sammy Watkins went they from a, a second-round pick for him. That's what I'm saying. They almost have to. Yeah. If you give up a second-round pick, you and know, a corner. You yeah. Um, who wasn't thinking they gave up? EJ Gaines. Gaines. Oh my God, they were born a day apart. Sorry, <laughs> Cooper Cup was born on June 19th. Get out. June fifteenth, ninety-three. Get out. Watkins, June fourteenth, ninety-three. Really? Yeah. Uh, hilarious. They're basically the same player. BSP. BSP. Uh, so yeah, I think I think and I know fantasy owners are like dying to to get Watkins out of there so he can get more targets or whatever, but grass just didn't always greener, man. You got, I think you should just, get, like you said, I'm with you guys 100%, have been the whole time. You should stay there, continue to grow yeah. in a place he's familiar. I don't want to see him change teams three times in three years. Yeah, and, and I think the biggest thing for him too, right, is is just the, the feel of it, right? So, like, he left a situation in Buffalo that it was – not a good relationship for him. You know what no. I mean? He can't. It was. It was not great. Uh, his time in Buffalo. It was. He was butting heads with the the coaching staff and the general manager, and obviously, ultimately, ended getting traded. And then, then he goes to the Rams, where it's. It, I mean, it was fun. You know what I mean? It was. It was a fun year for the LA Rams. To keep that whole group together, and you know, hopefully, the fantasy tides can all lift together. Goff gets all three of those receivers. Gets another year with McVay. Yeah. Can maybe take another step as a passer. You got Todd sure. Gurley, like. That offense was a fantasy bonanza for a while there, so let's let's keep it together. If he goes fantasy bonanza, <laughs> if Watkins comes back, what what are the expectations there? I, I'm I'm really excited about uh, what Sammy Watkins can do, can do from a fantasy perspective uh, if he were to come back yet he's, again. He's a nice later round dart throw because you know he's probably got week winning potential in there, but he's also going to have the two target one catch games because that's just the way the offense works see I, you say later round what does that mean because I, i'm saying i don't think he survives past round six what name uh, value bro yeah name value. i don't know he was he was so annoying to own last year um, and he has been for years like right he's, woods and couple go before him i don't know i don't know man uh, that's i don't know if woods does woods is going to be a fun player to th- talk to debate this past year, this, this past year too, this was easily his best pro season. Yeah, total outlier. Uh, does he repeat that production? Does the tide go more towards Sammy Watkins, who's p- probably a more talented player? I don't know. There, there's a that that passing attack could look very could look different going into next it's year. I think Cup is the solid is the solid one. It's like it's it's like that debate we've had the last or at least coming into this season certainly uh, between you know uh, Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree. It's like okay, Crabtree has clearly established himself as the go-to target in that offense, but yet people were chasing the upside of Amari Cooper. You know, so I, I, similarly, I think that may it may be what happens between Sammy Watkins. And Robert Woods. Sixth round, though? I was going to say, like, round 10 for I Watkins. just think just because of name value. Maybe later. You know? That's it. Uh, if it was, if this guy played for, I, I don't know, a, a lesser-known franchise um, and wasn't the, the high draft pick that he was. Yeah, I, I, 
I don't think he goes as high as you say, or excuse me, as low as you say, and I don't think he goes as high as you say, somewhere okay. in the middle, maybe around eight. Okay, sounds about right. I, I'm trying to think of a team comparison for like the wide receivers, but I feel like this maybe maybe these guys go off the board kind of akin to how the Ravens did last year, where Mike Wallace and Jeremy Macklin were going in rounds like eight to eleven, depending on like how big the league was and how people you know viewed them. And sure, so, sure. Some people were higher on others, and some people were worried sure. about Joe Flacco's injury, but. There's not a clear number one, but both have you know easy paths to upside. So I'm saying, man, you got to think about some of the receivers that are going like in round ten last year. Like Ted Ginn's going in like round ten. Adam Thielen was going in like round ten. I know, but people didn't. People did not know Adam Thielen was going to have this. Also, you know, what, all of the best like later on receivers like tore their ACLs before the season. Though Quincy and Nunwa, Cameron Meredith, like oh my god, I forgot about Cameron all these Meredith. guys. Jeez. Good Lord. Um, all right, so uh, we'll shift and talk about from gopher players to, to offense coordinators here, but Todd Haley goes from Pittsburgh to Cleveland. He's the new OC in Cleveland, which is like, I mean, you're going from the penthouse to the basement, man. Pittsburgh to Cleveland. Um, all right, so I'll, I'll throw this out here. More or less than 12 months on the job. We all know it's not going to work. This is right now. <laughs> we all know but it's from not. today, from, from to- January 25th. Uh, yes. More. Mm. Less. Mm. More. Oh, gosh. He, he will be fired. I'm going to say less, but I feel like it's going to be 10 or 11 months. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I think he'll finish. The- here's, what my, yeah, here's what's probably going to happen. Yeah. The, the Browns struggle again. Hugh actually gets fired this year. Right. Todd Haley named interim head coach. Oh, of the year, they're all gone. Right. Oh, right. That's, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's what I was going to say. That's a good path. But good that's, why, that's why I had, to, I had to do the math of like the, yeah. the year calendar when okay. the coaches would get out. Not, this is still tenuous. That's, a good, this, path. that's this, a good path. This still could be the time where the Browns are interviewing, you know, some hot uh, offensive or waiting to interview some hot OC that's uh, in the playoffs and they haven't, like, cleaned house yet. I, I think the more interesting prop bets for this, for this situation is, yes. one, how many fights do we witness <laughs> on the sideline between these two? Between Haley and Hugh? Yeah, between Haley and Hugh. Oh. Listen, man, like, like ha- Haley is not going to take Hughes' crap. That's why I'm saying it's definitely less than 12 months. Not not to mention, they don't even come from the same coaching, like, philosophy. Hughes a West Coast guy, and Haley doesn't run a West Coast offense, so who who's going to adapt to who? Neither one of them seems like the type of guy that wants to do much adapting. Right. I remember they, they've proven that in their coaching have, tenure. They have, they have absolutely proven that. I think Hugh is going to want – I mean, because he's kept his job because he's been a snake, and, and I think he'll snake <laughs> around in the offense. That's what I'm saying. So it, that that's definitely – like, even beyond just a personality, like their football philosophy, someone's going to have to give to somebody, and I don't know that either one of these guys wants to give. <laughs> and the, the other one is who lasts – who actually lasts longer? Oh, Does Hugh – Live out the season oh, and fire Todd Haley. You know what? That's a good one. Take the play calling back, or does the scenario that Alex just laid oh, out? that's yours. <sighs> that's that's another very likely scenario. But you know, but here's the thing: ownership though. likes you. That's true. That's true. You know, and I think that might be more likely because isn't that that's that's how it always falls, right? Like. The OC always gets canned before the head coach. Yeah, you got to find fall I mean, guy. If the one, yeah, you got to get a fall guy. He has been great at is finding the fall guy. Like the Steelers. Great point. Yeah, I think that he. I, I don't know, man. If his one in thirty-one record or whatever is, <laughs> all, is all of a sudden like <laughs> one in forty-one, I don't think they're. I don't think ownership's going to be like, yeah, you know what. Todd Haley's the problem. Man, Todd Haley's the problem. I mean, they. Can you imagine if he goes like one in forty-one? That would be. That'd be that'd be insane. Yeah, that would be insane. Also, it's I mean, it sucks too because 
some quarterback at number one overall is going to be coming into this environment. Whether yeah. it's Sam Darnold, whether yep. it's Josh Rosen, oh God. Uh, you know, Josh Allen, whatever. Oh God. Forgot a couple Joshes here. We're gonna hope you know, for them that they get the Jared they get the Jared Goff lottery luck where they come into this situation in uh-huh. year one. Yeah. It's shaken up yeah, and they, they get a house, they get a good person get a good, next to. But they probably won't. They're probably gonna keep you for like ten years. Holy hell. <laughs> It's going to have a yeah, one. This in, is the yeah. darkest timeline right now. <laughs> it's going to have like a one in 100 seas. But it, it just sucks because, like I said, some quarterback is going to have to get nurtured in that environment. And there's going to be chaos right away. All right. So let's start talking about Senior Bowl. All right. And to do that, we're going to talk about who stood out. We got boots on the ground. Boots we on got, the ground. <laughs> we got producer Chris Harry on the line. Producer Chris, what's well, up, man? How you doing? What's up, fellas? How we doing? We're doing, doing well. What up? Yes. What's it like down there? What's the what's the weather like? First of all, can I tell you about my travel Please. story? Oh well, you wouldn't you wouldn't story? be a professional NFL reporter if you didn't talk about your travel. This was pretty good though. So I left. God, I don't even know when I left. I left some night. I think I left Monday, and the connection to Mobile was in Dallas, right? So we get to Dallas. Uh, some of the Rams guys are on the uh, the same flight as me, and we get on our flight to Mobile. And the pilot kind of cringes and says, ah, he keep it off the plane. It was extreme fog. So my flight got canceled. Oh. I, had to, I had to stay in Dallas. And, you know, unnamed airline didn't give me a hotel voucher or anything. What? So, you know, you make, you make the most of it. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't they really They cancel great, your but. flight, but they don't give you a hotel. Where, where were you sleeping, bro? Were you sleeping in the lobby? At a Best Western Plus, BFW. Oh. Mm. So we made it, made it work. So okay. Get this. The next morning, we're getting on our flight to Mobile. Baker Mayfield's on my flight. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. you're, you were on the Baker Mayfield flight. I was on the Baker Mayfield flight. You know, there was there was a bunch of handlers there in Mobile waiting for him, signs and cars and everything. So Sick. I, I introduced myself there for a minute. Really, really nice, respectful kid, and uh, and he's showing out at, at Senior Bowl. So it's been a lot of fun. It's like. You know, this is kind of like the NFL, like, it's like almost like an unofficial spring break, like that combine and the senior bowl, because it's all coaches, it's all scouts, right. all GMs, all media. They all converge onto this small city, and uh, you see them everywhere at these these you know, lobby bars to, to some of the, the cool restaurants down in Mobile. Oh, yeah. So it's been a fun week. And we'll, we're going to hit, after we talk football and everything, we're going to hit on that part of the experience, too. Don't worry. We're, we're going to double back. We're going to double back good. to that because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to want some gossip, so be ready for that. <laughs> All right, Chris. Hey, listen, you've been on the practice field uh, for, what, a couple days now, right? Yeah. The third day of practice is today. I'm going to head over there in a little bit. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, you know, it's been cool just to talk again because, you know, like DJ and Bucky and Lance Deerline, who I talked to yesterday, those are the guys whose opinions truly matter. Sure. You know, yeah. and, and they know they know what's up, um, but you hear a lot of names. Obviously, the headliners are Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen. You hear a ton about Josh Allen's arm strength and Baker Mayfield and you know his competitiveness and you know th- these guys are competing with each other in a sense. Yeah, I actually talked to Lance Deerline about this yesterday because you know you have the North team and you have the South team, and he said these three days of practice that's what the GMs and the scouts are actually watching. Yeah, the game. You know, the game, the, the game right. doesn't matter as much. So it's essentially the North versus the North and the South versus the South. And you're just watching. I, I think just the one thing that I think is, is so fun to watch is just these guys competing with each other because they know what's on the line. They know all these scouts are watching and 
all these coaches and GMs. And, uh, you know, J- listen, Josh Allen's got an arm. Uh, Baker Mayfield has, has played really well. And, uh, you know, I think the other quarterbacks here are, you know, obviously behind those guys. And, uh, you know, they're trying to show out and make a name for themselves as well. But but a few guys have stood out this week. Yeah, so other than the big names, you mentioned Josh Allen and um, and Baker Mayfield. Oh, by the way, so if you're not that familiar with the Senior Bowl setup, there's a lot of one-on-one drills. This is why this is why these practices are important, and this is how uh, guys, prospects, do show out a little bit in front of scouts and coaches. There are a lot of one-on-one drills, so you know the talent evaluators really get a close eye um, in in and really get individual looks uh, at certain players. That's why these practices uh in a large sense it is more important uh than the game itself but okay so other than the big name guys well first uh, i want to want to ask chris like of the two quarterbacks baker mayfield and josh allen which one has looked better to you because they're kind of like polar opposites you know allen has the frame the arm strength all that but he doesn't have this the college production or whatever mayfield he's short He's got he's got more of a fiery personality, and but he does have the production. He's supposed to be hype, the hyper accurate quarterback. Which one, just a raw eye test, has looked better to you? To me, it's Baker. It, the thing about Josh Allen, I mean, if if you go strictly eye test and just his arm, you're like, oh my god, this guy's incredible. But you have to, you know, this is just one piece of the pie. I mean, the fact that he's a small school kid. I actually talked to Lance Earline about Josh Allen, you know, uh, yesterday, and he said the fact that he's a small school kid. Uh, and the the college production in terms of, you know, I don't know if it's wins and losses, but just the fact that you're playing in a small school, and then automatically you are going to be the face of a franchise. I mean, th- that's the that's the big leap that Josh Allen has to make. But, I mean, in terms of arm strength and making all the throws, I mean, that guy, he can do it. Um, the thing about Baker, I mean, he just – everybody kind of gravitates towards that guy. You know what I mean? And he, he may not have the – the prettiest ball, you know, in comparison to Josh Allen, but he's got the college production, and uh, and I think he's got that competitiveness. He, he, he's the the alpha. I think you mentioned to Charles Davis, like he, he got here late, but he wants to be the alpha in the room. So, mm. you know, man, again, I, I defer to to the guys who watch the tape all the time, but but for me, Baker Mayfield seems like the dude that that you run through a wall for mm. if you're his teammates. There you go. All right, so, again, getting away from the quarterbacks a little bit, who has stood out to you from an offensive standpoint, Chris? You know, the skill position players, obviously you have Rashad Penny, the running back from San Diego State, is kind of the headliner at the running back position. And, you know, the the draft class is so loaded with underclassmen that are not here. But there's this one dude from Arizona State, Kalen Balazs, who has had a really good start to the senior bowl. He ran hard on the first day. Uh, a lot of people I've I've talked to, and you know, you hear his name a lot. Uh, so he, from a skill position standpoint, that's a guy to, to certainly keep your eye on in a deep running back class. And then there's a couple wide receivers that uh, uh, Scout told me about yesterday. Michael Gallup, I think from Colorado State, and uh, Deshaun Hamilton from Penn State, both have had good weeks. And uh, you know, Calvin Ridley, guys like that, uh, they're they're going to be first rounders. But you know, these are guys that you can get in you know middle rounds, and depending on where they go. You know, you never know if they're they're going to have a, a fantasy impact. Um, but the one guy who is not a skilled position player, but an offensive guard, I listen, man. I, everywhere I turn, you hear this name, Will Hernandez, and he, he'll be someone to watch on Saturdays. This offensive guard from UTEP. These small school guys have an opportunity to show out because when you're going to the Senior Bowl, you have you're going up against 
top talent. You know, the, the best of the best are here. So when you have small school guys, you want to see if they're going to be able to step up and, and hang with some of these Power Five conference players. And uh, this is a guy who people are saying is, is one of the best guards in the draft, and he's really showing out this week. Penn State, wide receiver you. There, there it is. D- D- Sean yeah. I'm uh, I'm intrigued by this Kalen Balaj character now. I need to go watch him, and I think he's going to be a name to watch at the Combine. I was just reading a little bit about him here. Uh, an AC Central story has him with a 37-inch vertical leap and a long jump of 9 feet, almost almost 10 feet, and he's 6'3", 230. Holy Ooh. crap. Yeah, man, and, and he, you know, he's catching <laughs> balls out of the backfield. I think he's on the – I think he's on the North team. Yep, North number 27 and, if you watch the game this weekend. You, you know what's cool, though? It, it's really cool to watch these pro coach excesses because the thing about this week, it really simulates a game week in the NFL. Uh, you know, you have, a, you, have, you, have, you have an install at the beginning of the week. You have three days of practices. Then you have the game on Saturday, which doesn't mean as much. But the, the coaches and the GMs and the scouts, they have the opportunity to interview these guys at night. And just to see how they go through a week, how they prepare, how the moment, you know, if the moment's too big for them, um, how they get along with their teammates, how they carry themselves, you know, off the field. I mean, there's so many things that go into it. It's just one slice of the pie in the evaluation process. Right. But it's definitely a big one. I mean, I I talked to Tom Telesco yesterday for the Chargers podcast. I mean, last year, Dan Feeney, Forrest Lamp, Desmond King, Rayshon Jenkins, all these guys were drafted by the Chargers. All of them were at the Senior Bowl last year. So, you know, this is, a, this is a big deal, even though it's just one part of the evaluation process. All right. So, Chris, just before we let you go, I want to know, what's the, what's the gossip like down there? You got any good stories in terms of NFL coaches you've seen, NFL, you know, that you can share? Then, you know, obviously, please text me any more uh, juicy gossip that you, that you can't share on the podcast. Send it on that in DM, terms, baby. In terms, in terms of, you know, any, any weird things you've seen some media people doing. Who you've seen throwing back shots. Yeah, that's what we want to know. Before you, just you know before what, you get out of here. You know what's fun? I'm, at, I'm actually at the main hotel, the Riverview, um, down here, and that's where players are staying, and not any, not any juicy gossip. It's just fun to see, like coach. Like I'm sitting in the stands. Andy Reid's two rows behind me, just wow. just kicking it. You know, it, it's just cool to see right. the, the coaches and scouts sitting there among yeah. the fans, among the media, because you know I, I think some scouts are very particular about where they sit and how they evaluate and where they watch the, the practices. But just that aspect of it, man, it, it's just it's kind of surreal to to walk around and see, you know, Reggie McKenzie to your right and Andy Reid behind you and John Harbaugh on the field and Dimitrov and Dan Quinn strolling the sidelines. I mean, that, that's the kind of surreal part of, uh, of this whole experience because everybody's down here, man. I mean, the, the scouts, the coaches, and then you couple that with all the media here, ton of media. I actually ran into somebody that, that knows Matt Harmon well what? yesterday. Yeah, got optimum scouting. Oh, oh it's Eric, yeah, Eric. Yeah, I used to I used to work for him. That's great, man. That's great. Yeah. So Harmon's name's being thrown around a little bit here. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> oh God, that was a roundabout way for Harmon was, to shout out. <laughs> yeah, that was Harmon's whole whole agenda. All right, right that question. That was it. Uh, that'll, should, that'll do. We should. Did I do a good job? Yes, you did. That was perfect. That was awesome. Chris. That was. But great, seriously, man. yeah, you, you played it real professional. You, you dropped a bunch of names, uh, but later on, just just hit me with the real guy. There you go. Off the record. There you go. Thanks, Chris. Producer Chris. Chris Harry, uh, boots on the ground in Mobile, Alabama. All right, see you later, man. man. Appreciate your time.
giving us the lowdown on the Senior Bowl. All right, that's it for Senior Bowl practices uh, for today. We'll, we'll talk more Senior Bowl stuff on Monday as well. But let's close out your show with a round of daily daps. Alex Gellhart, kick us off. I have been to the cinema twice this week. The Oscar nominations came out, I think, Tuesday morning, and I had just a few outstanding films I'm trying to get out of the way, so I have seen everything. I went to see uh, three billboards on uh, Tuesday night, which was pretty good. The performances are really great. Uh, that's uh, It's three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri uh, with Francis McDormand, Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell. All right. Seeing a gazillion billboards around town here. I don't know why that's uh, why is that? Why is that a movie? Yeah. yeah you know? <laughs> it's uh, right. You should go check it out. It's good. Okay. But I saw Phantom <laughs> I saw Phantom Thread last night, which is uh, supposed to be Daniel Day-Lewis's final movie. Uh, it's written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, ah. who's fantastic. He did uh, There Will Be Blood. The Master, bunch okay. of great movies. Um, but Phantom Thread was really good. It was uh, kind of surprising because it's uh, – well, not surprising. I mean, I figured it would be a good movie. But it's got some great, like, dark comedic moments, and the acting is superb, and it just looks great. And I loved it. So okay. go check there it out. There you go. Very cool. Um, I'm going to piggyback off of this. I'll, I'll get two daily daps. One is to um, Enlightened Ice Cream. Um, I'm on this stupid diet, and uh, I'm embarrassed to say it, but whatever. Who cares? Dude, I'm not, come on. You're, be- about, you're bettering look, yourself, look bro. Don't like be a embarrassed. Stud. New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyways, uh, this ice cream is get, helping me get through. Um, I'm a I'm a sweet fiend, right? So oh, like, yeah. um, man, I just I love donuts and and you know pastries and pies and all that all the kind of good stuff. And I love ice cream too. Anyways, enlightened ice cream, which I discovered at my local um, grocery store. It's crazy how much better for you it is than regular ice cream. It does not taste bad at all. Anyways, okay. the flavors that I would recommend, there's two flavors in particular that I would recommend because I've gone through about four or five. <laughs> Cold brew coffee, which is Ooh, great. Nice. Uh, and banana foster. Anyways, uh, it's... Just Have so, you ever had like Halo Top? Halo Top's like, good. I've had Halo Top too. I think this is better than Halo Top. Ooh. Um, so the co- the cold brew coffee flavor, by the way. So it's it's sixty calories per serving. An entire pint is just is four servings. So it's an entire pint is two hundred forty calories, hmm. which is banana yeah. pants, right? Yeah. So, anyways, I just want to say it's good. Um, enlightened coffee, if you want to get it, coffee or uh, banana, banana foster. foster. We will accept flavors. your sponsorship. Uh, okay, so. Uh, the second one is I found a shirt online uh, that I wanted to give to Alex Gilhar right now. Oh, we're, wow. gonna do it, we're doing it live on the pod. Do we're doing it live. live. What's the shirt? Oh, <laughs> damn it. What's it say? Oh. Show, show it to French. What's Hold on. Say? Open it up. It's, open it's, it up. Franchise, you're going to love it. Oh, are you going to Snapchat this? No, I'm just right. going to get a photo real quick. What's the shirt? I saw a shirt. <laughs> And it says, get a life. Get a, get a life. life. That's amazing. <laughs> it's got the Mario one-up thing on it. It does. So I was thinking about getting a Hocus Pocus That's shirt for you because they have those uh, online as well. Hell yeah. I'd oh. wear it with pride. Great movie. <laughs> shirt smells like. Gilhar's become a meme. Shirt smells like vinegar. <laughs> that, that was kind of. <laughs> Weird. Might be That's the amazing. Co- high five. There it is. Uh, so I saw that. But I figured for a gag gift, that's actually a shirt that you could oh, wear. Oh, I'll definitely wear that shirt. You could Maybe wear it because it has the one-up mushroom. You need to get a life. Yeah, get a life. That's hilarious. That's for, awesome. For and purpose. it has a gaming, uh, you know, <laughs> gaming tie-in. Mario that, oh, you roasted. know what? That would be. That's going to go perfectly for when you guys do your Mario Kart tournament. There you go. Nice. The Easter tradition. Yeah, you know, Sick. it's going to go perfectly with that. So there you go, Matt Harmon. What you got? 
So I'm going to daily dap uh, our little adventure Monday night with all of our oh, friends God. in the uh, in the fantasy industry. Nice. There, the FSTA conference was in. Oh, nice. Was in town this week, so yeah. we met up with a few pals. There were like 25 the, different people there. Yeah, it was quite a turnout. Fantasy bros and, and Liz Loza, and Liz Loza. <laughs> <laughs> descended on this bar uh, Monday night on the, in the cozy right here in Culver City. So oh wow, it was quite a blast. Had we paid for it Tuesday. We paid oh. for it Tuesday. Okay. Uh, so that was great. Looking, uh, that was it was gr- awesome just to meet a bunch of people that you you know you tweet with online and, yeah, your, and right. your pals that way, and then you become real life pals. So it was that's great. cool. Got to meet a bunch of people there, uh, and I'm gonna pre dap our our weekend in in Vegas. What? Yeah, that's gonna be my dap. I'll just piggyback off. Oh, that. okay. My bachelor party is this weekend. Oh, in Vegas. Nice. I, I've I'm already leaving this evening. I have already made an executive decision that uh, Marcus, Alex, and I who are driving down together, we are going to. I'm going to periscope during the drive. We should <laughs> sit. <laughs> All right. Wait, on the way out and the way back. On the way, on the way down and Before and after. So oh, wow. I'll, I'll tweet that out when it when it's live. They, so I love I'm it. I'm kind but of like upset I didn't get an invite. To my bachelor party? Yeah. I'm get so much fun. We already have one Patriots fan coming on the bachelor yeah. party. Just show we up. Do not need that's, to. That's sexist. Just, just, they, oh, for God's sake. Why can't I come? It has nothing, to, it has nothing to do with you being a woman. Yes. <laughs> it <is> <laughs> it's <laughs> literally everything to do with your annoying personality yeah. that we don't have in a weekend with. It has nothing to do with you being a woman and, like, very little to do with you being a Patriots fan. I think it has mostly to do with you being a Patriots fan. Yeah, we do I already have one coming, so that's like Vegas. Where are you guys staying, bro? The MGM. Oh, but, yeah. you know, daily daps to my friendships with you guys because there's a 50-50 chance I survive. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I might not run. see you again. Okay. <laughs> uh, it should be fun. We're That's gonna, good. We, you know, yeah. it's going to be fun. You're looking forward to it. Yeah. Can't post it. Why don't you show up? We just told you where, it's, where we're yeah. going to nope. be. Gonna nope. Be. I have plans. Please oh. don't. Cool. I have a lot of plans. <laughs> oh, you should. I have, like, huge plans. I have, no, you don't. <laughs> So not not bigger a, than this. You know what? It's it's really cool. I'm not. I'm really. I'll be uh, thinking about you guys okay. when I'm at the Super Bowl. So oh, enjoy your oh, your wow. weekend. Oh, Roasted. Uh, wow. When I'm, have fun when I'm in, with Justin Timberlake. Have fun in zero, <laughs> when I'm Minnesota. hanging out with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> when you're with JT. And yeah. Taking shots with Tom Brady. Yeah. All right. Uh, there you go. Are shots Perfect. on the TB12 diet? Shots of water. Shots oh, yeah. of water. Of course. Cool. Vitamin cool. water. Right. Of good. Okay. Good. Perfect. Oh, there you go. So, did, Eric, do you have a daily dap, or do you just I want think to roast us? A celebrity. Oh, crap. I got a question. Oh, crap. I got a question, oh, guys. Oh crap. Oh my I've god. Seen, I've seen money. Matt Money Smith lur- lurking yeah. behind the glass. You know me. Oh, I've been crap. making gestures. I am a moth delight. I see a microphone and I insist <laughs> I insert myself into your broadcast. <laughs> nice. I, I just have to share with you yes. that uh, for the last ten minutes I've been watching you do the pod, yeah. and I'm watching franchise here spin that ball. I can't stop thinking that he's Tommy Wiseau, and he's just gonna go, "Oh hi, Matt." Uh, who wants just to the play way football? that he's awkwardly spinning the football. Oh hi, Alex. <laughs> you want to play football? Sure. Yeah. I mean, this is about the proximity that they threw the ball in. Exactly. Yeah, film. Exactly. I didn't hit her. Oh hi, James. But you you have a minute what, to to be a, on this podcast. You want to come in with your Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> I, that's all I was thinking. That's just the way because it's not. A, I assume it's not a. You, is this a YouTube broadcast as well? It's just no. audio, right? No, no, so no, the no, fact no, that bro. franchise has the ball and he's yeah, spinning right. it for the last you're ten right. minutes, he has not put it down. <laughs> I've had the whole the whole. Well, box. that's what I mean. The ten minutes I figured you had, yeah. and so I just didn't know if you were waiting for your moment, if you were going to do your best, no, uh, your best impression. No, he hasn't seen it yet. He, I haven't even. I I've never seen the room. Yeah, so you just spoiled it. 
How does it? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler exactly. alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, Tommy walks out of the roof of an apartment. It's super awkward. And he says, oh, hey, Mark. And that's the whole film. That's yeah. it. That's, that's it. it. They play football a lot. Yeah, there you go. That's nice. It. In <laughs> what a story. He's got a hell of an arm. There you go. The great Matt Money Smith. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome, wow. guys. There it this is. is why you stay through Daily Daps. That's yeah, right. buddy. Celebrity appearance. Oh, wow. There you go. Uh, producer Erica, we didn't ask you if you have a daily dap. I'm just, you know what? I'm going to dap the okay. Eagles the, for making it this far. Don't Congrats. Making, making it, it this wow. far. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. Okay. Let's okay. get out of here. Uh, this is why people hate Patriots fans. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 be, I'm being sincere. No, no, I am being not. sincere. Nope. It is right. it is, nope. it is phenomenal. Nope. That's it. Nope. It is great. Play the music. Backhanded sincerity. So cute of you to make it to the Super Bowl. For the Wizkid from Wisconsin, Alex Gellar, for Matt Harmon, Matt Franchise, and producer Eric, and Matt Money Smith, and Chris Haley, who was on the show as well. James Go, peace. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrict Apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.